Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant a most merciful Father for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 45 My heart overfloweth with a good matter. I speak the things which I have made concerning the King. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Full of grace are thy lips, because God hath blessed thee forever. Gird thee with thy sword upon thy thigh, O thou most mighty, according to thy worship and renown. Good luck have thou with thine honor. Ride on because of the word of truth, of meekness and righteousness, and thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Thy arrows are very sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, and the people shall be subdued unto thee. Thy seat, O God, endureth forever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Wherefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. All thy garments smell of myrrh, aloes, and cassia, out of the ivory palaces whereby they have made thee glad. King's daughters are among thy honorable women. Upon thy right hand doth stand the queen in a vesture of gold, wrought about with diverse colors. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, incline thine ear, forget also thine own people and thy father's house. So shall the king have pleasure in thy beauty, for he is thy lord, and worship thou him. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift, like as the rich also among the people shall make their supplication before thee. The king's daughter is all glorious within, her clothing is of wrought gold. 
She shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins that be her fellows shall bear her company and shall be brought unto thee. With joy and gladness shall they be brought and shall enter into the king's palace. Instead of thy fathers, thou shalt have children, whom thou mayest make princes in all the land, all lands. I will make thy name to be remembered from one generation to another. Therefore shall the people give thanks unto thee, world without end. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the book of Micah. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and people shall flow to it. Many nations shall come and say, come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways and we shall walk in his paths. For out of Zion, the law shall go forth and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between many peoples and rebuke strong nations afar off. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. But everyone shall sit under his vine and under his fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. For all people walk each in the name of his God, but we will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. And skipping to verse 2, chapter 5. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from of old, from everlasting. Therefore he shall give them up unto the time, until the time that she who is in labor has given birth. Then the remnant of his brethren shall return to the children of Israel, and he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall abide, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. Here endeth the second lesson, or the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh verse of the fourth chapter of the book of First John. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. 
In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us. By this, we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who hast given us thy only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate, and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, all, and Merry Christmas. A couple of uh, brief thoughts about our lessons for tonight. The second lesson is where I'd like to begin with the, uh, the lesson here. Up from First John chapter four, a rather famous uh, discourse on the nature of God's love for uh, for humanity. 
um, the love of God um, is helpful for us to kind of come to a come to an understanding of what that means. Is love is a word that in English is uh, notoriously fraught, um, and so what uh, Saint John is talking about here is really the life of God that has been revealed to humanity through um, the coming of the Son of God, um, and that He, being the image of the invisible God, um, makes known the life of God to the world, and then shares and makes a, makes available access into the life of God. This is, you know, the etern- what we mean by the term eternal life. The, and you know, we have to remember that the only things that are properly eternal are those things that pertain to God. And so, to receive eternal life is to be given. Um, to be given access to be made partakers of the life of God. And that's what we generally mean when we talk about the love of God, um, because the life of God and the love of God are, are sort of these, these are the, these are, love is the life of God. So when we, as we're reflecting on the significance of Christ's birth, we are, we have to realize that what we're, we're seeing here is the beginning of a manifestation of the way of God, the ways of the Lord, to the world in a definitive, final, and authoritative way that really relativizes all other ways of being in contrast to it. And so what's being described here is in sort of, like as an anticipation is what we're seeing in the first lesson tonight from Micah. Really, we're talking about a kind of challenging of all the orders and all the ways that, that the world tends to operate. Nation being in relation to nation, um, this kind of ebb and flow and cycle of conquest and and reconquest, all of these things tend to go in these sort of cyclical patterns. But this, the birth of the Son of God, the 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 becoming of God who is with us, among us, this is something that disrupts that fundamental cycle of of sort of rise and fall. This is something that disrupts the cycle of sort of give and take among the nations. This will be a sort of final challenge and really a breaking point for all of those things that, as they throw themselves against it, will find themselves broken by it. This is really the the kind of startling uh, challenge to all worldly orders that we see and we really celebrate every single evening as we recite the Magnificat together. This, you know, I saw recently uh, someone posted a, a thing. It was you know, the, the gospel is a wonderful text because, you know, especially gospel of Luke, because it's, it begins with two pregnant women celebrating their pregnancies by, you know, talking about the overthrow of all worldly orders and the conquest of the entire world. It's a brilliant sort of observation about the nature of the gospel here, that really what's happening in the smallness of this season gives, it, it comes to flower in the, in this sort of the, the, a change, a fundamental turning of the corner, as C.S. Lewis put it, for the entire cosmos. And so we begin to unfold that mystery here. We begin to have it manifested unto us. But as we sort of reflect on that here, we have to hold in tension the smallness of the thing we're seeing in the nativity. The apparent smallness of the thing is actually this massive and eternal thing that is being unfolded to us. It doesn't cease to be grand and, and, and massive and significant but it is being revealed to us in an unfolding way. So, and it will come to, it will come into interaction with every stitch of creation. And so really we can look at the rest of the Christian year as, as the sort of the playing out of the ramifications of that turning of the corner and that way that the, that Jesus uh, then comes to sort of challenge and to meet every little bit of reality. So, that we're, we're, we're on a wonderful track of revelation here. So that's a, our little piece of it for today.
Continuing now with our intercession for the evening, remembering as we do those for whom we are praying. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining again tonight. Merry Christmas to you all, and thanks to Aaliyah for co-leading tonight. Mm -hmm. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Thank you Father Hayden. Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Thank you guys. Have a good night.